0: If you are looking to design a life that truly sets your soul on fire and manifests more success and abundance, then you are in the right place.
1: Hello, ladies. I hope you've all had a great week. Um, I've had so much fun going through all of your questions that have been coming through um, to me via Instagram and via email. And what I thought I would do, the initial plan for this episode was to do a Q&A session and go through... Um, as many of the questions as I could. And then I realized actually, I wasn't, I started to record it and I realized I wasn't really doing a lot of the questions a real service because a lot of the questions that I got asked were actually questions that perhaps needed much more in depth explanation and actually were questions that I could really take through a whole episode. So I've actually decided to change. Um, what I'm going to do with this episode. And instead, I'm actually just going to start by taking one of the questions I've been sent across from you guys and start to go through them. And I'm going to continue with that theme over the course of the weeks until, until I've got no questions left. (laughs) So definitely keep sending your questions through about anything to do with law of attraction, manifesting, you know, creating a business, becoming a coach, self-love, anything that, you know, is, is relevant to this podcast please keep sending your questions across. And I'm going to start today with a question that I got sent via email. And it's really about how to keep in the energy of abundance when the action steps that you're taking towards your goal is actually leaving you feeling very stressed out, very depleted, um, and is really draining your energy. Now, we all know that the co-creation process is a process of co-creation. So getting to where you want to be, you know, getting to that certain goal is you and the universe working side by side. And one of your parts in the process is to take that action step towards the thing that you want. Now, this particular person has reached out to me and she is in a business and she's finding that the action steps that she's taking, that she believes she needs to take to get to where she wants to be, are actually really draining her. You know, they're leaving her feeling very, very Depleted. And so she's really finding it hard to stay in that energy of you know, high vibration, the energy of abundance, the energy of, I've already got all the clients that I want because the action step is leaving, the action steps are leaving her feeling so drained. So where I want to start is actually the beliefs around the action that you need to take. Because often the action that we take is a product of what we believe, Okay, I'll say that again, the action that we take is often a product of what we believe. Whenever we do something, we perhaps do a certain task or feel that we need to do something within our business, we do that because we believe that we need to do that in order to get to where we want to be. And so if we get to a place where we find ourselves not wanting to do that, rather than just Forcing ourselves to take that kind of action is actually far easier to look at the belief behind that action. What part of me believes that I need to be working in this way in order to get to where I want to be? So the action step in this particular scenario, was taking action on social media and being very sort of busy on social media, creating lots of content, showing up consistently, connecting with, you know, potential clients, constantly being on the platforms of, you know, Instagram, or perhaps even Facebook. So it's that kind of almost, I constantly need to be showing up for this to work. It's that belief that if I do less, or if I don't show up, Then the clients aren't going to come. And then you fall into this trap of needing to do more and show up more and create more to feel like you, you know, to get to where you want to be. And actually, the. The, the negative side of that is that in by doing that, you're actually blocking yourself from getting to where you want to be, because the doing that you're doing is actually not in alignment. It's not making you feel good. It's making you feel tired. It's making you feel drained. It's making you feel stressed. And those low vibe frequencies are not going to be a magnet for abundance. They're not going to be a magnet for clients, for money, for success. So as I mentioned, the easiest thing to do is to actually start with the beliefs that are driving the action. Start there and see how you can start to realign those beliefs so they allow you to act in a way that feels good. So a really good example of this from my experience was when I was in a position within my business when I was doing all of my discovery calls. So this was when I was, I was largely actually working one-on-one still at the time. I also started a group program as well. So I had two offerings and the way in which somebody would sign up to work with me was that they would get on a call with myself and I would kind of ask them some questions. And at the end, we'd sort of figure out what was the best next step for them. And I was getting to a point where I was doing so many of these discovery calls. In fact, my whole day was pretty much booked out with connecting with potential clients. And at first I loved it and it felt good and I enjoyed doing it. And then after a while, I realized that this was completely draining me it was completely exhausting me, but I knew that it was working. People were connecting with me and they were signing up. And I thought, well, I can't stop doing this because a lot of my, the success of my business is resting on me doing these calls. So I have to keep doing them. I have no choice, but I have to keep doing them. So my belief that I had to do the calls, I had to be the one present doing these calls. You know, I couldn't just stop doing them. That was driving my action to continue to do the calls. I believed that my business would be successful if I continued to do these calls. I also believed that people needed to connect with me. They wanted to connect with me because I was going to be the person that they were working with. I believed that if anybody else did the calls, it wouldn't be so successful. So again, that belief of I need to be the one doing these calls was keeping me in the action that was actually burning out. And what was really interesting was that the the quantity of the calls kept coming through and actually my conversion rates in terms of how many of those calls were actually converting into clients started to get less and less. And I wasn't doing anything differently in terms of the marketing, in terms of who I was bringing into these calls. I wasn't doing anything differently in terms of the calls itself. The only thing that was really changing was my energy towards those calls The energy of this is really depleting me. It's really kind of making me feel exhausted. And so again, coming back to this idea that what I needed to do in that moment, I needed to change my belief around these calls. What did I need to believe so that I could continue to work towards my goals, but without taking this action step that was completely exhausting me? I needed to believe that I didn't need to be the one doing the calls was the easiest belief for me to adopt. The, ch- the change that I needed to make within my business was that I could have somebody else do those calls for me, and they could do a way better job than what I could ever do. In fact, you know, their conversion rates would be better. People would actually prefer to connect with somebody else rather than me. Because in doing so, it means that I, as the coach, would be sat in my core zone of genius, you know, It's a a sign of my success that I've got other people doing these calls for me. So I had to start, you know, accumulating reasons why other people taking these calls was actually going to be better for me, better for my business. And I started to reinforce that belief. Because again, you know, I needed to believe that that was the right path for me. Because if I, let's say, for example... If I bought on somebody else to do those calls, but in the back of my mind, I was still worrying and believing that, oh, nobody's going to sign up with somebody else. They need to speak with me. That belief would create my reality. And so it would be very easy for me to fall back into that trap of doing the calls again. So I really needed to work on this belief. There's really around, centered around letting go of control, okay? Allowing things to be easy. And this is often what this this all kind of comes back to, the core belief that we just don't believe that things can be easy. We don't believe that we can take off off the pedal and actually achieve more. Often we think how much we're working and how much effort we're putting in is a direct correlation with our results. You know, the more effort, the more work we do, the more we show up, the better the results that we get. And that's very much a product of the masculine society in which we've been raised, when we've been told that, you know, you do more, you get more, okay? You know, you work hard at school, you get a better job. And, you know, this direct correlation, it's a very difficult one to then break down. Because often, you know, when we step into our business, we want things to be easy. There's a part of us that does, you know, want to have... You know, the success and the abundance without having to really deplete ourselves in the process. Yet we cling on to this idea that it needs to be hard work. Okay, so it all comes back to beliefs. Am I going to allow myself to believe that this can be easy, fun, effortless, light, joyful? Because if not, you are just going to continue to do the things that exhaust you and it just becomes a vicious cycle of doing and yet not receiving. So coming back to the question that I received um, via Instagram about, you know, the, the doing that she's doing on social media, and that tends to be the thing, you know, that's really sort of draining her. What do you want to believe about the actions that you're taking? You know, what do you want to believe is enough to get you to where you want to be? Now, this is where taking action by design rather than by default comes into play. And so what I mean by that is you getting really, really intentional about how you want to be showing up within your business, how you want your working day to look like, what do you want to be giving your time to? What do you want to be doing within your business? You know, what are the things that really lights you up and really getting intentional about, okay, this is the work, this is the way in which I want to work. And then when you figured out the way you want to work, making sure then that the belief matches that ideal. So I believe I can work in this way and this is going to get me to where I want to be. Now, taking action by default is just almost just kind of like doing things because there's sort of a fear or panic behind it. It's like, oh, I feel like I need to be doing these things or, you know, such a body's told me I've got to be doing these things or, you know, I've seen this person do this and this seemed to work for them. So I feel like I should be doing it. You know, you're just being very reactive to what's going on around you rather than really tuning in with your own desires and how you actually want to work within your business Now, something that's important to think about when you are coming up with your personal inspired action game plan for your business, okay? When you're thinking about how do I want to work? It's easy to convince yourself sometimes, oh, well, I don't wanna do that, you know, because that for me feels uncomfortable. That's out of my comfort zone. So I don't want to, let's say, create a video or start a podcast or, you know, get interviewed on podcasts because that for me makes me feel a little bit nervous. And actually, sometimes it's the things that we are most afraid of doing that actually are the things that we should be doing because they're the things that are an opportunity for growth for us. It's a way for us to really step into our power by doing the things that we're afraid to do. So when it comes to figuring out how do I want to show up within my business, it sometimes takes a little bit of a testing time to figure out your sweet spot. Because let's say, again, going back to video, at the beginning of my business, the thought of doing video just petrified me. I was like, no, that's not inspired action for me. I don't want to be doing that. And what I realized was that I was using that almost as an excuse to not do it because I was afraid of doing it. And when actually I got myself out of my comfort zone and started to do video, I realized how much more confident I was becoming for doing that. I realized it was really a way for me to take myself to the next level by doing this thing that I was afraid of doing. And actually now video and that kind of content creation is really one of the things that I absolutely love doing. So you've got to think sometimes the things that maybe don't necessarily feel inspired by doing them, by getting out of your comfort zone and actually doing them actually become a very inspiring thing for you to do. Now, when you've come up with your, you know, your ideal day of like what you spend time on, well, you know, what inspired action steps that you're doing within your business over the course of the week, you then need to reinforce that doing those things is enough to get you to where you want to be. You don't need to do more. You don't need to show up more. You don't need to be more. What you've done is enough. And that is really important, that belief of enoughness. Because if you don't have that, what you're going to find yourself doing is you, you do the things, you know, you work in a way that feels good. And then that little voice creeps in saying, you could be doing a little bit more. You know, you're relaxing now. You could be spending, you know, this time now creating more posts, creating more content. You need to find where your sweet, sweet spot is between inspired action and forcing things, pushing things. And normally the, the the trick here is to feel into your body. Where is that urge to do something coming from? Is it coming from this place of expansion and excitement and, oh my goodness, I just want to be doing, doing, doing. And because I love doing it and I'm just in the flow and I'm in the zone and I want to keep going. Or is it coming from that place of, I need to keep doing this. I need to keep going. It's, you know, I should be doing this from that place of fear, panic, desperation what is the driving force behind the action that you're taking? And everybody's going to be different with this. And this is where you need to find your own individual sweet spot. Like where do you rest in the balance between the masculine and the feminine energy? The masculine very much being this, you know, this doing kind of energy. Okay. So for me, for example, I find that I actually have quite a high capacity to do, and I can actually do quite a lot. And it still feels exciting and expansive for me. And I think this, fortunately for me, served me very well, especially when I was still in a job, because I could get up in the morning and I could, you know, come back from work in the evening and I could do, and it would still feel expansive. I didn't feel like I was doing from that place of panic or desperation or lack. I felt like I was doing it just because I was having so much fun doing it. Okay. So it's up to you to find your own sweet spot. And also get creative with the things that you're doing. You know, if what you're doing right now is getting boring or you're getting fed up with it or it's just starting to feel monotonous, how can you switch things up a little bit? remember that action step, it needs to be things that actually you enjoy doing. Because if you are just banging your head against a brick wall, doing things that you don't really love, you're actually just holding yourself further and further away from where you want to be. Because again, you're saying, basically what you're saying is, I'm doing this not because I love doing it, but because I feel like I have to do it. Okay? And it's that energy, again, that energy of lack versus energy of abundance. Now, remember as well to pay attention to the little nudges that the universe is sending you when things aren't working out and you feel like you're, you know, you're doing things and it just isn't leading you to where you want to be. Sometimes we need to take a step back and think, what am I Being told here, what kind of nudges is the universe trying to send me? So going back to what I was saying earlier about my discovery calls and getting to this place where I was doing all of these discovery calls and none of them were converting, (laughs) it was a little nudge from the universe to say to me, look. Your time is up with these calls. You need to step away from them. You need to start stepping into your role as the coach, as the leader, as the CEO, and you need to start bringing other people on to do these calls for you. And for me, just to keep blindly doing them, even though I was actually getting worse at them, was actually to ignore those little nudges from the universe. A similar thing, actually, was the same again with when it's, I was at the point where I had my one-on-one coaching and I had my group coaching and I'd launched my group coaching program because I knew that that was the thing that was going to allow me to scale as a coach. So I could, you know, stop exchanging my time for money and I could start to work in a group setting. I could work with more people. I could start to make a bigger impact and I could obviously start to increase my revenue as well. So I'd launched this group program, but Again, this all comes back to beliefs. There was a part of me that still believed that people would just want to work with me one-on-one. I believed that the most powerful transformations were going to happen one-on-one. I believed that people wouldn't want to work in a group setting. They would prefer to work with me one-on-one. And so I kept that one-on-one offering there. And of course I did that. I took the action of keeping that one-on-one there because that was backed by my, my belief system. Yet the one-on-one really wasn't serving me. And because I had this belief around the one-on-one, like this is the thing that people want, even when I launched my group program, what I was finding on the calls was that I was still getting people saying, you know what, I really would prefer to work with you one-on-one. So even though I had this group program there that was really the thing to take my business to the next level, still most of the people I was attracting were for one-on-one. So what did I need to do? I needed to change my belief about my offerings. I needed to believe that my group program was the best thing out there. And that was the thing that people needed to get to where they wanted to be. I needed to believe that people would actually prefer to work with me in a group setting rather than one-on-one. And actually, when I started to work on those beliefs and I started to believe in my group program I actually then found the courage to step away from the one-on-one, which I knew wasn't serving me. So rather than leading with that, I would start to lead with my group program because my beliefs were, this is the thing that people want, okay? And again, coming back to this this thing around nudges from the universe, what was really interesting, I decided that I was going to do sort of one final kind of launch for my one-on-one before I would switch my focus onto my group program. And it was a big flop. And I'd never previously had any sort of issues getting people into my one-on-one. And all of a sudden, it was like nobody wanted one-on-one. They wanted the group program instead. And it was really interesting because obviously deep down, this was what I was wanting. And it was almost this little nudge from the universe to just say, look, draw a line under the sand already. How long are you going to cling on to the one-on-one for when you know that it isn't serving you energetically? It's not serving you for your business okay so pay attention to these nudges so if something isn't working out for you and in fact the the person that messaged me on instagram was saying that you know they're getting at the moment people signing up to their group program and they get to sign somebody in their one-on-one program well that's a pretty good nudge from the universe that maybe that's where you're meant to be maybe you're meant to be leading people into your group program and actually that ties in very very well with this whole kind of the the issue of the, around kind of being depleted for time depleted for energy obviously in a group setting you're not having to give as much time or energy because you're not coaching your clients one on one so it does actually serve you better so look for the blessings in what is happening you know rather than saying why is this happening to me how is this happening for me? See everything happening in your favor. What can you take away from this? So for me, like the obvious answer here is the universe is nudging you into a group setting. You know, that's where people are naturally gravitating towards. That's going to be a better way for you to manage your time. Um, I know this person has a, you know, a toddler as well. So, you know, especially if you've got a busy family life, being able to work in that group setting is going to be far better for you. Now, I just wanted to jump into the money side of things because one of my my sort of worries for me stepping into a group program versus my one-on-one was that it's going to be harder for me to get to my income goals because obviously in a group setting, people aren't prepared to pay as much because it's a group program and they're not getting me one-on-one. So, my first group program, I heavily undercharged, and really I, to be honest i was charged so I was charging five hundred pounds for a three month program. I was severely undercharging, but what was really interesting that I was I was even struggling to get people to say yes to me at that price point. What I decided to do that that kind of launch was sort of a bit of a flop when I had it at that price point. What I decided to do was take a bit of time to really work on my mindset, and my beliefs around what I could charge, around what people were willing to pay when it came to a group setting, and to really sort of just double down on my belief system. What do I need to believe here to get people to say yes at the price point that I want? What do I need to believe? And without really changing anything, I didn't change the group program at all. The main thing that I changed was the price, but I didn't really change anything on the marketing side of things. The main thing really was the price and my mindset around that price. And I went from charging 500 to 2000, and I went from struggling to get anybody to say yes to me or to just feel like a real uphill struggle to get people to commit and people telling me, you know, it's too expensive, even though it was very, very, um, you know, a low price for what I was offering. I went from that place to having people pay me in full £2,000 and saying, wow, this feels like such a good deal that I'm getting. So what was the difference? Again, it all came back to my beliefs. What do I need to believe in order for people to say yes to me, to to my group program at the price that I wanted? And this is really where I had to think about, you know, what is the benefit here of being in that group setting? What do I need to believe about a group program? So similar to thinking about my beliefs around the discovery calls, what do I need to believe for people to say, you know, for other people to do those calls for me and to be successful? You know, I need to believe that people are excited to connect with somebody else. I need to believe that other people doing those calls, it's going to be more successful than me doing them. So it was the same sort of principle applied to this group program. I needed to believe that people wanted to be in that group setting. They wanted to be surrounded by other people on the same journey as them. They wanted to have that sense of sisterhood and accountability. I had to start thinking about all of the benefits of that group setting and realizing that was something that was more valuable than a one-on-one. And what that allowed me to do was it allowed me to raise my prices of my group program. And actually, be really committed to those prices, and really believe in the price of my group program. And again, you you know your belief has to match here, because there's no point in you know significantly raising your prices, you know, so that it gives you a better chance of hitting your income goals. If you don't believe your program's worth that, or if you're worried that people aren't going to pay that for a group setting, or if you're worried that you know people are going to say I I can't afford this, or I'd you know I'd I'd only pay that price for one-on-one. Okay, it all comes back to your beliefs. Now, one final thing that I picked up on from this, this question, and again, it, it all comes back to beliefs. Um, it was the, the idea that um, because this, this person is working with new mothers, that they don't have the time to do a discovery call. Now, a discovery call for getting people to actually commit to working with you is a very, very powerful thing. It's so much easier to get somebody to commit when they've spoken with you versus somebody just going to a a sales page, especially if it's, you know, group coaching or one-on-one coaching. But this belief of, oh, they don't have the time to do it is then going to dictate your action. You will probably stop doing the calls if you don't believe that they've got the time to do it. But again, if those calls are powerful, you need to believe that these women do have the time. And something to think about here, if somebody hasn't got the time, if you believe that somebody hasn't got the time to even take a, you know, a free discovery call with you, are they going to have the time and energy to fully commit to a 12 week program? Can you honestly say hand on heart that you 100% believe that this person is going to have the time and energy to fully commit to a 12 week coaching program if they can't commit to a one hour discovery call? it's almost like those beliefs just don't align. You know, you can't believe one thing without believing the other, okay? And so this, again, it comes back to what do I need to believe? So I need to believe that the people that are right for me are willing to make the time. So they may be busy, of course. They may have, you know, children to look after, but they're so committed to the growth, they're willing to do whatever it takes. They're willing to find the time in their day in order to make this happen. And when you start putting that energy out there, that my clients are the people that they will find the time no matter what to get on that discovery call with me, you will find that you start to attract the people that are more committed. Because you're saying, you know, I know that there's people out there that may not have the time, but they're not for me. And I'm almost creating a criteria of who I'm willing to work with by having this discovery call. I'm almost setting, you know, the, the the benchmark of who I want to attract by having this discovery call. Because if you're not willing to commit to me for one hour, then I'm not going to be willing to commit to you for 12 weeks. Okay? So you're saying like what you're available for and what you're not available for and who you're willing to attract and who you're not willing to attract. And when you get firm with that and your boundaries and your energy... Then you will find that the universe will meet you there and it will send you more people that are more committed and more willing and you know you know more invested in their own growth because you 're saying like this for me is a non-negotiable people have to connect with me on a, on a call to show their willingness to show their committedness committedness this is a non-negotiable when you put that energy out there that 's going to be matched in the kind of people you start to attract the people that are more committed. So I hope that really helped you with, um, you know, your question that you sent across. Thank you so, so much for this, um, for this topic. I think it was a really, really good one to dive into. And as I mentioned, I'm going to go through more of the questions. I'm going to keep going through them week on week. The things that you send across to me um, via, you know, via Instagram is the best way to reach out. Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching. Now, as a quick reminder, If you've not signed up for our free Become a Coach course and you're thinking that becoming a coach could be the path for you, then head to wearetheclick.com forward slash free course. Okay, wearetheclick.com forward slash free course. We will link it in the show notes as well. Um, But it's an amazing, comprehensive course that's going to teach you how to coach, how to overcome some of your fears as you start out on that journey, how to actually attract clients, you know, how your business is going to run. So it really goes into a lot of depth and is a great place to start if you're thinking of becoming a coach. So definitely go and check that out. Anyway, it's been so, so amazing to connect with you today on this session. I'm so excited to record next week's session for you. Um, And yeah, again, reach out on Instagram, Danny underscore Watson underscore coaching if you do have any questions you'd like me to cover on this podcast. All right, speak next week, ladies. Bye.
0: If you are wanting to build your own successful online coaching business, make sure to check out Freedom, Abundance and Impact our free 10-day business and mindset course for coaches and aspiring coaches. To access, simply head to wearetheclick.com and click free course in the menu.